<coughs> Hi. It is currently May, almost June, twenty twenty two. I turn twenty one next month. Yay, me. And I don't know. <laughs> I love to say I don't know. Since my last podcast, it has been a journey. It's funny. <laughs> I just got on here after several months and I saw my last podcast was titled New Me. I think that's just really funny because... <laughs> I guess over the course of this time, I realized there's no new me or new anyone. There's a more evolved version of the same person, but there is no new. And it's so funny. Like, new year, new me. I probably made that shit in January. <laughs> but um, I was just listening to a podcast. I'm trying hard not to script what I'm saying because I have a habit of, like, mapping out what I want to say or what I want to do before I actually do it. And then whatever I do or say comes from a very mental space that's almost inadvertently ingenuine. So I'm trying not to do that, but I guess it's relevant to what I have to say that I was just listening to this podcast by Jay Shetty and I feel like a lot of what he said were very necessary truths that I needed to hear. One of the most important things I feel that stuck with me was when manifesting using visualization you should manifest the not manifest you should visualize the journey instead of the outcome or what you want because visualizing the outcome is setting an unrealistic or it's setting an expectation that might not be linked with reality is how i'm interpreting it for myself And I tend to do that a lot, especially with like things that I want to do or things that I start. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like what I do, like art or writing a poetry book or doing jeans. I did jeans not too well. It was quite a while ago, but I started painting jeans and then I've just done so many things and I've planted so many seeds visualizing the outcome and then when it came to the reality of the process I don't water those seeds because it's not manifesting as quickly as I feel like it should or they're not turning out exactly the way I'm visualizing they should or it's not like taking off I always think about something that I do just taking off. And a lot of times I do visualize like I'll do one painting that I really enjoy. And then I start imagining myself having completed 
several hundred of them. And then when I get to like the second or the third one, it's like, I don't like it anymore. I don't want it. Like, I don't want to do this. And that sucks because it takes the fun out of it. It takes the joy out of it. It makes me lose a lot of motivation and things that I actually do want to pursue. And I say things that I actually do because those are things that I tend to gravitate back to after periods of time where I feel unmotivated. And well, and that could be the case because it's familiar but I don't know, like it kind of like sparks a joy in me when I pick it up again. And then I do that whole thing where it's like, okay, now I hate it. But lately I've seen this <laughs> and I hate to do this pattern again. So I'm not even gonna speak too much on what I want from it. But I've seen this technique within art that... I find very interesting and I feel like more than anything I've ever thought I wanted to do, which is more than anything I've ever seen myself doing or thought I wanted to do, I can see myself enjoying the process of this or doing the process. And I see it in glimpses because I'm not really like, a journey process person well I don't want to say that because I don't want to like keep that in my core and be oh that's not me and then I don't do it but I don't know well that's something that I always do actually I say I'm a mastermind I can't do footwork or I have big ideas but I can't do the footwork but it's like why can't I like why not And I've never actually thought about that before until like this moment. Like, why can't I do the footwork? It's not like someone else can go in my mind and see exactly how I want it done, which I kind of always see myself more as a delegator than than like a worker or like a manager more than a worker. But it's like even that takes a certain amount of grunt work that I would be obligated to do. So it's kind of like, okay, like, what do you really want? And then, (laughs) and then it's like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I sit and I'm like, I don't know what I really want. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know exactly how I can be of service to others. I don't exactly know. Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of, I see things that I want and I see places that I want to go, but I don't ever see how I get there. Like I always see the destination without seeing the transportation. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but it's like I'm going to get there. But I feel like figuring out how you're going to get there or working on getting there is the most important part. And I feel like there's a link between where I am and where I want to be that I'm like severely missing, not only cognitively, but also like within my actions. And it's because, 
I'm not saying it's because, but I have like this strong inclination to say it's a similar thing with me not seeing myself doing the process. And then it's like, okay, well, I see where I am and I see where I want to be, but I don't see the process. So it seems so far away. And then I lose motivation. Because it's like, whoa, well, that's too much. I don't even know. I don't know. That's my ceiling fan. I'm currently laying in bed. There was this other podcast that I listened to. I listened to two today, and that was part of the second one that I listened to. But the first one was like different types of negative people and how to um, engage with them. And lately, I've been on Twitter tweeting, tweeting, tweeting about different experiences I've had in relationships and I guess kind of the conclusions I've made based on my alignment with those relationships. And I guess now I currently don't have any friends. That's something I bring up to myself a lot and I can't say if it bothers me or not, but currently I don't have any friends. I'm about to turn 21 and like I don't have friends to celebrate with, you know, and sometimes I think about it and it's like, wow, that's really sad. Like, it's always nice to celebrate with people or like have people around you. But when I think about the like growth I've experienced by myself in practicing solitude, um... I don't know. I I find peace in that. I find a lot of peace in it. But I recognized a lot of my bad habits and how a lot of the people that I was closely aligned with had bad habits. And then I recognized my lack of self-respect. And then I saw how other people in turn wouldn't respect me whether consciously or unconsciously, but there was this like free range of action that kind of, I guess, swept over in my relationships to where there were no boundaries. There were ways that I thought people should treat me or expected people to treat me, but it wasn't like something set that I had in my life or within my relationships so that I would communicate. And sometimes I would like silently resent people because it's like, wow, you're low key treating me like shit. And it's not like a conscious thing. Like, oh, you're treating me like shit. I hate you. But it's more of like um, a subconscious, like, wow, I noticed this behavior and I'm bothered by it, but I'm not going to say anything. And I'm just going to move on because I don't want to cause any problems. And over time, that does cause resentment. It builds up because you don't say anything. Because I didn't say anything. Or I never said anything. But I guess it kind of takes me back to, like, my childhood. I was never heard or listened to. Like, I'm the black sheep of my family. There's not really... 
like there wasn't really much I said to my family I always seek connections outside of my family or my siblings which is funny I guess this is kind of like a drifting thought um and an idea for a poem that I wrote down about how I feel like my siblings don't know me or my parents don't know me like my beliefs or my interests or where I want to go or what I want to do or who I am as a person. I feel like my own family doesn't know me. And that kind of alienating feeling within my own family translated into a lot of the relationships that I had with other people. And I can't really be mad at other people for that, but it's something that I did have to kind of like distance myself um, to kind of understand myself. Because a lot of times I do show up, you know, people invite me out and I'll show up and I'll just kind of feel weird in that setting because it's like I really don't belong here. And a lot of times the things that I like to do or the things that I want to do aren't the same things as people like to do or want to do like that are my age I don't know if what I just said was grammatically correct it wasn't but fuck it (laughs) um like if I were to go to like a club or a lounge or a bar I would want to go somewhere where like classical music is played whereas people my age go places where people shaking ass and that's just not me And a lot of the times within relationships, relatability is safer or having things in common with other people is safer than saying, "Mm, I don't like that or that's just not me. And still having that connection with that person because of who you are instead of what you like to do. There was a specific... um, thought that came to mind earlier portraying to that or is that the portraying pertaining pertaining to that but I don't remember exactly what it was but it's along the lines of what I just said relating to someone a lot of times is more important than individuality but still connecting on the basic level that we're both human and we both have similar values and we both find similar things important or something like that and that kind of brings me to a thought that like sometimes I would have conversations with my dad about how the way I grew up or the way my mom treated me affected me. And he would try to relate. He would be like, look, we all went through the same this and I understand you that. And like he tries to relate, but we're not in the same position. Like he's my dad, so he'll never understand how his actions or my mother's actions impacted me because it was their job to raise me. You can't relate to someone who's as a parent you can't relate to your child on that level of how 
you as a parent raised them. Like you can't relate. And it will bother me because it's like, what I need you to do is just listen and understand what I need now as a 20 year old and meet me there instead of relate. And I think that's important for people because there's a lot of like, especially on social media, like you see someone has this since, oh, I have this too. We're on the same level or someone thinks this, oh, you think this or whatever. Uh, we should link or we should have a conversation because me too. And it doesn't have to be that. Like, it doesn't have to be that. I don't want it to be that within my relationships with people. And I noticed a lot of times that people would attach themselves to me and, like, want to know, like, what do you do or what do you like or try to talk like me or mirror my behavior so I can see, like, oh, we're similar. I like you. But I don't like that. I don't like that. I like people that are individuals, which is why I don't always have like groups of friends that I can show up with or like be with or kick it with on the regular. I just have individual friends, which they might have their own friend group, but I'm friends with certain individuals from these various places, from these various walks of life. And I enjoy that. I've always enjoyed that. But, oh, I forgot what I was saying before I branched. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, individuals. But I noticed that in a lot of people that I was closely aligned with, relatability or oh me too or oh we're so, we're the same was more important than i see you for who you are as an individual and i respect that in you and i love you for it and i think that's more of what i'm learning that i crave now that i've like been practicing solitude for quite some time um more of what I'm learning that I want now in relationships than what I've always been aligned with. But it's like, I guess I learned that from being alienated in my family. It's like, okay, I want to get along with y'all, but I'm nothing like you guys. Like my entire natal chart is air and fire. And I grew up around prominent earth and water signs. I'm nothing like them. I don't like I'm the black sheep of my family I'm vastly different from the family that I was born into and I used to try to kind of mold myself or kind of like shift myself or quiet myself down to listen to observe so I could I guess fit in somehow or jump in the conversations or find a joke that was gonna land within my family and that would be the same thing that I did within my friendships and my relationships and a lot of these revelations (laughs) a lot of these revelations I feel like I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast but a lot of these revelations came 
from this dude that I was messing with. He was everything that I thought I ever wanted. Like, he was so perfect. And I, well, he wasn't perfect. He was imperfect. But I felt that he was perfect for me. I felt that the way we looked was similar. Like, we were just, you know, meant to be together on some on some fairy tale princess shit or whatever. I don't know. But in that time when we met, he was doing dirt. He had came out of a relationship. I don't know the situation of the relationship. We talked about it, but he only told me how she had impacted him, not how they impacted each other, why they both didn't work for each other. So he had came out of a relationship and he was doing his dirt, I guess, because he was just hurt over it or something. But even beneath all that, I have this thing for seeing people. I see you and I understand this hurt that you have that might impact your actions. And I get it and I understand and I still accept that. And he did me so fucking dirt. And I accepted him back in because I would I could understand, okay, you're hurt from this situation. But there was never any real accountability. There was never a real conversation that was had about this is why I did this and I'm sorry. And me saying this is how this affected me I accept your apology and from both sides this is what I need moving forward there was never that it was kind of like okay we can brush that under the rug which is something that is quite big in my family brushing things under the rug and so it showed up there okay we can brush it under the rug But over time, the pain that I carried from him disrespecting me in that way started to almost deteriorate me from the inside out. And as I can play it off at first, but over time, over the few months that we were messing with each other, it grew in me and my voice became quieter because, well, there's no exact reason while my voice became quieter aside from like um learned behaviors patterns and energetic alignment but i tried to say this is how this affected me and he didn't want to hear it i'm guessing because he didn't want to take accountability or he didn't want to feel bad for what he did and that's just me guessing speculating that's not like a fact But because he brushed off what I was trying to say before, as I've experienced in childhood and with my own family, I was like, okay, this is normal. And I accepted him with all of his pain and I accepted all of that behavior. He had moved on from the situation and I hadn't. He said his sorries, but I didn't say this is how this affected me. I'm hurt and I need you to understand that. So his slate was clean with me, but mine wasn't with him. And all of that started to show up way later 
And there were moments where he would disrespect me and I would be like, okay, you don't owe me anything, but don't do that. But letting him back in is what what kind of like, I guess, subconsciously showed him that I had no self-respect. And so in turn, it's okay, I can do this or I can do that because you don't care. You don't mind. And then after a while, it just became so much for me that I just, I couldn't really function properly. Like the way I would connect to him would be so flawed because I couldn't connect beyond the pain that he had already caused me. And it was almost like, you're here with me for me because you owe me. And I held him to that because he hurt me and I accepted him back in. So I accept you. Now you have to accept me. And after all that, he left me. He left me and committed to some other girl. Left my ass where I was at. Confused. Don't know what just happened. He didn't say a word about it. Confused, hurt, crying. I'm in shambles because how could you do that after what you did to me before? How dare you? I was so hurt and I was so distraught. I was so confused. There's not really one emotion. There's not really one emotion, negative emotion that you can think of that I didn't feel in that moment. Because it was like, what the fuck? Like the audacity. And in the midst of how dare you, you owe me. I didn't realize that I was actually relieved. I was actually relieved that I didn't have to have this person that hurt me so much and disrespect me so much in my space all the time. I was relieved. I was going out more. I was linking with friends. I was eating. I was relieved. I felt free. But the fact that I wasn't the person that he wanted to commit to was just so hurtful. The fact that he had disrespected me before and several times in between then and him leaving me. It's like it's like this entitlement because I allowed you to hurt me and I accepted you because I understand that that's only coming from your hurt. You owe me something. You should have stayed. But all that pain would have just eaten me up worse until I couldn't take it until I fell into a deep depression. And I didn't realize that. Honestly, I don't I don't think I realized that until now as I'm speaking. But it's crazy. But then in the midst of feeling all of those negative emotions, I tried to rely on my friends. 
I tried to talk to people that were around me. And none of them could help me. None of them. I didn't feel like any of them could understand what I was saying. Could empathize with what I was saying. Could relate to what I was saying. And it was like, y'all can't help me. And not help me in a sense of like, fix it. I need to feel better. But I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel like I could communicate what I felt without feeling like a burden or without feeling like this is just some passing topic to be discussed. And so I started observing these things in the relationships that I had with people romantically and platonically, just in the relationships that I had with people. And then I started observing the relationships I have with my parents and how I grew up. And a lot of things came with like a very apparent parallel. I started noticing all of those things and it was like, okay, I don't want this. I don't want any of this. It came, me saying, I don't want this came with a little bit of, I can understand, even though that's what had gotten me in trouble before. (laughs) That's what got me hurt before. It came with a lot of, I don't understand. I understand. I mean, and so there's people that I just had to take a break from. And there was people that I had to cut off all the way indefinitely. I started realizing things like people just disappear on me and don't communicate. I'll be texting. I'll say something that may not be like digestible or maybe you know not the best answer for what was said i'll say something because that's just what i want to say and generally it's like okay this is just what i want to say i'm saying it because it's the first thing that popped in my mind people just don't respond to me but i've experienced that a lot people just kind of go ghost until like they feel like they want to speak to me or people just disappear only hit me up For me to come out. It didn't feel like a community. Or a support system. And the people that I was closely aligned with. That was my community or support system. Felt really draining. Like they weren't my community or support system. As much as I was theirs. And it's like. I don't. I don't want this. I don't want this. But I feel like I went, I had to just readjust. I don't know if all of that was caught on mic, but I guess I just had to dive in all that because I had a few things to admit to myself. But sometimes I forget about 
journeys. Like I discredit myself a lot now because I don't have friends or I'm not making any money currently or I'm just kind of out here, you know, I'm not working out. I'm just every day vibing, going with the day. But every day I am learning. It's not every day I'm just passing time and doing this. Every day I'm learning. And I'm saying this now, it feels like I'm trying to like validate myself, which means I probably am. But it's the truth. I wish I was making money. I wish I was able to support myself. But also, I'm only 20. The people that I look to and I'm like, oh, wow, they have this and they have that and they go here and they go there. They're in their late 20s, in their 30s. And I realize I have a lot of time. I only just realized and started to reverse my negative habits within relationships. And relationships is like one of the foundations of being alive. I don't really know what the point is to this podcast. I don't. I hope I listen to this again and be like, wow. Maybe like a few months from now, be like, wow. Beautiful. I just got really into my head and I feel like that's like, a striking difference from the way I was speaking to the way I am speaking now. <laughs> I do that shit a lot. But I'm only 20 years old. Which is just, it's crazy. I feel like time just moves so slowly. I feel like time moves so slowly. A week feels like two or three weeks or a month sometimes even time moves so slowly and these few however long it's been periods of time that I've been practicing solitude or spending time alone just with my own thoughts and sometimes distracting myself (laughs) the amount or the value of what I've learned is just far more. Than what I probably it's just far more. It's just far more. Like I I brought up, oh, I wish I could be making money. And I feel like that's something that comes from my dad. He puts a lot of emphasis on money and earning. But I recognize that's because he grew up poor. But a lot of that pressure does translate. And I put a lot of pressure on myself in regards to success on a monetary plane. And sometimes I kind of like forget the value of everything else. 
I want to say relationships. That's what I was thinking when I first started the thought. I forget the value of relationships. And sometimes I do think like, damn, what if I didn't cut this person off? Or what if I did keep this person around? But I remind myself there are certain things that you can learn with people. But there are certain things that you can only learn in their absence or only learn by yourself. I don't know how I'm going to make more friends. I don't know how that's going to work. I try to think about it, visualize it, but I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) I want to because in the process of healing, there's also only so much growing you can do in solitude. And there's a certain capacity of growth that has to take place amongst other people. Because it's not only the relationship you have with yourself, but the relationship that you have with yourself and how it aligns with the relationship that you have with other people or how it affects the relationship that you have with other people. And I guess now I'm kind of ready to like explore that, but I'm not in any rush I feel like mostly I just meet guys and guys that I meet generally aren't interested in being friends and I don't like that so I'm not in any rush I guess this would conclude today's podcast I don't think I said exactly what I wanted to say, but I feel like I said everything I needed to say. So I feel satisfied with that. Um, I started this book, Blink, by Malcolm Gladwell. And if I even remember to do another podcast anytime soon, I might do some commentary on it might talk about it I guess I do just want to record everything that I've learned or different like thoughts that I've had lately so I might make this a regular thing um regular being a relative term (laughs) um so yeah yeah goodbye